Welcome to the third Mortgage Strong podcast. I'm excited today. I've got my three uh, partners in crime, for lack of a better words. I've got our executive team on here. We're just coming off a little bit of executive retreat and meetings and going through a lot of things that we're doing and goals and things we're, we're changing for the better, things we're dropping that haven't been working. And so it's exciting times at First Trust. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, uh, Ben Paul. He's our president. Erica Martins, she's our CFO, and Michelle Roach is our COO. So, guys, welcome to the podcast. This will be uh, this will be fun, and I'm I'm so thankful that Eric and Michelle are on here to keep Ben and I from squirreling off on every topic under the sun. But welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Thanks for having us on. All right, cool, cool. Well, let's just start uh, kind of real informal and and talk a little bit about you guys. Uh, nobody wants to hear Glenn talk anymore. It's my third time to do this, so. I want you guys to tell me just a little bit about yourself, you know, personally and professionally. And and I'll tell you what, Ben, you're the guy, so usually it's ladies first, but we'll take the edge off and we'll let you start so that the girls can go after that. All right, fine. I'll be the one to fumble first. That's that's okay. All right. So uh, let's, let's start with the personal side, right? That drives professional. Um, I'm married. I have two kids. I've, I've had a blast doing this, right? Everything I've done in my personal life kind of aligns with this professionally. Uh, I've been in banking since oh, 2003. Oh, wow, 20 years. Yeah, so I've been in banking for 20 years, getting old slowly. Uh, my kids have grown up in it as well. My daughter's 17 and my son's eight. And, uh, you know, God's good. I've I've married up in life and I'm blessed to be here as part of First Trust. The, the really cool part about being here for me personally is a lot of my beliefs on the personal level Align with First Trust and Glenn, yours, and, and that was very key. Uh, I think I told you this after you hired me, more so that you didn't know about while I was looking at, okay, is this the right thing? And Eric and I go way back, and it's been really cool to get to know Michelle and get to work side by side with her uh, as a team, but um, my personal values mean the world to me, and it's really cool that our professional values uh, are a lot alike in that sense. So that's a little bit about me. Um you know what, Erica, you're up. Tag, tag you're it, I guess, right? Is that how this works? <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I also uh, am married and I have just the, just the one kid, you know, just keeping it simple. We have a son and he is 10. Um, he keeps us busy. Uh, my husband, Tucker, he's a police officer. Um, we live in a small community and we, you know, we like it here. Kind of like Ben, I've grown up in banking. Um, uh, First job in high school was working at a bank, not in mortgage, but it didn't take long, really, you know, in a, in a small place to kind of wear a lot of hats. Um, and then, you know, learning a lot of things coming on board here um, with Glenn, I was able to take all of all of the stuff I learned and then, you know, grab a hold and learn some new things. Um, again, my personal value system lined up very, very well with Glenn's and Michelle and the rest of the team here at First Trust, which I found very important um, to be able to, you know, bring my whole self to work and um, share how I feel about things with others and help them along. You know, uh, he said I'm the CFO. So like, yes, I'm the big numbers nerd. And but also, you know, there's a heart in here. And, you know, I like to share things with people that aren't necessarily just straight up numbers. And I get the opportunity to do that professionally. And I appreciate that as well. And that's just a little bit about me. Michelle, tell us a little bit about you since, you know, I can go ahead and say this, you're you're been here with me a little longer. 
than than the other two. So uh, you're going to have to talk a long time. By the way, podcast listeners, Michelle loves talking, and she loves me putting her on the spot. So this is really fun for Glenn to, to do this to her. But go, Michelle. To torture me. Michelle Rocha. I'm actually been with First Trust since 2012. I've been in banking since 2001 and in Mortgage World since 2012. Um, like the others, I have kids. I guess I have the most kids out of everyone here. I have three kids, 23, 19, and 17, patiently waiting on grandbabies now for my 23-year-old. <laughs> but um, I'm my family first person. I put my family first, and I guess that's where my values come in with First Trust because First Trust puts that family first, and we're like a big family. All of our values are kind of the same. Um, pretty much grown up here under Glenn and learned everything I know from Glenn and through this company. So that's me. Ooh, that was tough, Michelle. You don't know very much if you learned everything from me, yep. but all right. <laughs> uh, but no, no, that, that's good stuff. Uh, and, and guys, listeners, I, I can't say this enough. I couldn't do what I do, and we couldn't do what we do without all four of us doing what we do together. Ben says this all the time, and it's something we've adopted since he's been with us, is together we rise. And and that doesn't mean that we don't disagree on some things. There's always going to be some tech piece or there's going to be something. But deep down, the four of us know we want what's best every day for our customers. We want what's best every day for our staff members. And we want what's best for each other. And that's where we've aligned so well. And why during good markets, bad markets, no markets, we kind of have persevered and stayed real steady. It's because of our love for each other, which is something I, I I'm proud to say. So, you know, I introduced Ben, used the president, and Erica used the CFO, and and uh, Michelle used the COO. In, in y'all's own, per- what does that mean? I mean, what 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 do you do daily? You know, and 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 what 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 do you get up every day hoping to accomplish? And what what does that mean? So, Ben, again, I, I put you on the spot because I don't like putting the ladies on the spot. Uh, I do have a little bit of a heart. I don't have as big a heart as Erica, but I've had a little bit of a heart. So, Ben, what, what's your thoughts on that? What, what what does that mean? You're better than me. I would have put Michelle on first. Uh, <laughs> and, then paid, and then I'd pay the price later. But, um, Torture. Yeah, okay. Torture. <laughs> so, the yeah, the title's president. You know, I've never been one for titles. But uh, I, for me, personally, I think it just means that my goal is to support every single person here regardless of what they do. My baby is sales, right? I grew up in sales. It's, it's my bread and butter from being a part-time teller at a credit union all the way here. I've just built my entire life around it. So um, that's my team and I'm, I'm very loyal to them. And uh, I think it's very important with the sales team. If you breed that culture of loyalty in them, they then stick with you. So if you're supporting and as a leader, um, it's very important to make sure that they know that you're here for them rather than them here for you. Uh, and that's kind of my philosophy with the sales team. To go with that, I get to work with our marketing group, um, our secondary group. I'm a little bit of a techie nerd. Eric and I, Michelle and I have bonded on some things like that. So I get to be involved, uh, probably more so pure IT than than other mortgage parts. But um you know, where the world's evolving to with mortgage and I guess pretty much everything in the world is getting more tech focused. I just about five, six years ago in a different life, decided to dive in and try to learn a few things, at least uh, enough to not look like the uh, crazy guy in the room and found it interesting. So 
um, that's helped a ton. And that does feed back to sales because so much of uh, what sales is, is truly service in my mind. And this goes back to my personal values and first trust values and how we sell is not, hey, let's sling some numbers or call everybody by a loan number. We know names. We focus on that. We focus on the families. Our loan officer team is the same way with their partners. Uh, and so it, it just all flows together for us to serve our clients and our communities. That's that's my role. I'm just here to help support that, grow that. Glenn's got a vision for our company, so I do my best to try and keep all all parts of our ship going the same way uh, as much as I can. But yeah, that's that's my definition of me. Yeah, yeah, good stuff there. Okay, uh, Michelle, you can jump ahead of Erica this time so we can make it up because I feel like I'm putting you on the spot by doing that. I figured I was next. <laughs> uh, well, my role is Chief Operations Officer. Um, my main position is to lead the operations stuff, but I've always been one that I'm not just dedicated to the operations staff. I'm dedicated to whoever needs me and wherever I'm needed. Um to answer questions, to assist wherever I can, to help out. Um, what I deal with most of the day and on my daily basis is helping with operations to get um, the loans going and um, help solve problems, questions they may have, assist them on uh, the process flow, helping them reach out to borrowers and how to handle certain things that we need from borrowers. Um, also work hand in hand with Ben a lot and. Um, the sales staff and operations staff kind of are the hand-in-hand process together. You know, it takes a team to make everything work, so all pieces flow together, and that's one thing that we thrive on is teamwork around here. So, Yeah, yeah, and, and I want to jump in for the two of you before, Erica, you talk a little bit numbers. You can bring your heart out in the numbers, but we know you're a number nerd. But anyway... <laughs> One, one thing that I always credit Michelle and Ben doing so well together is I hear out on the streets, I got a ton, a ton of friends in the business and in the industry that we talk to daily, some in our market, some out of our market. And some companies have this huge ops and some companies are only sales and the ops gets bulldozed over. We are a sales driven company. I do want everybody to know anybody knows Glenn Strong knows we're a sales driven company and we're sales first. But those, these two guys here, Michelle and Ben and their teams, are looking for ways to help their sales team, looking for ways to help our client, not a way not to. We don't look for excuses on why not. We're looking for reasons for it. That's a big credit to Michelle running the ops team because that trickles down through processing, underwriting, closing, and just everybody. We know we're looking for how can we help our sales teams do more business? How can we help our customers you know, get a home that maybe not could have got a home? Everybody's looking for the reason why to make the deal work. And that goes all the way through the company. It's a huge credit being to you and Michelle and the way y'all work together. Of course, there's got to be ops. And of course, you got to have checks and balances. Glenn would CTC every file. Customers would be coming to me from everywhere because that's just Glenn. But we have such good balance in those two departments that I think it really sets us apart even more so than sometimes we know because that's all we know. We just know let's make it work and let's figure out a way. So I, I do want to credit you too. And I know y'all won't brag on yourselves as much as I'll brag on you. So Erica, tell us what all that means for you as a as a as a number nerd as you self-proclaimed. 
Yeah, so the number nerd. Well, I mean, of course, CFO, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the accounting. It's all the spreadsheets. It's the bank accounts. And it is, there is, a, certainly, there's a, there's a lot of that. Um, one thing I do like, though, um, here at First Trust, um, I get the opportunity. So, you know, I said I worked um, in the past in a lot of different facets of mortgage, underwriting, compliance, technology. And so one thing I like here at First Trust is I don't have to leave all of those experiences and all of that knowledge on the table, I get to um, bring that with me. And so that informs a lot of what I do on the financial side. You know, when you make a big decision or you analyze something, of course, the numbers are important. But when you also can understand what that decision financially might mean to the operation staff as an impact on their day to day or the sales team when they're going to make a sales call, um, you can make better decisions. And I think that I think that's a that's a plus for us that, you know, I can kind of be involved in those decisions and share. Um, another thing that I really, um, really like about our team, and Glenn kind of alluded to it when he was talking about Ben and Michelle working so well together, we use this tagline a lot that first trust is for you. And I think through that a lot when I think about like what I do every day and in my job. And a lot of times it's like, I mean, it's very boring to the outside world. There's nothing glamorous or, you know, fun to folks who don't like numbers. But, you know, when we say first trust is for you. I like to think about it in terms of as a customer, first trust is for you because we want to do what's best for you, the best loan for you, the best program for you, you know, the best, you know, the decision for you, right? It might be to buy the house today, tomorrow, put this much down. Like there's a, I mean, this is a big decision for people. First trust is for you. I feel like that when I talk about our employees, right? Like every decision we make, we make it for our employees. What's going to be best for them? Because we have to be a sustainable company, right? Back to my numbers. We have to make smart decisions and do the things that keep us running, that keep money in the bank, that keep, you know, people's paychecks going through and us being able to have a lot of really cool tech and to have really fun events. We want to keep that going. So, you know, we have to keep them in mind. And then, of course, with our communities. Last week, we talked about the First Trust for Kids, the giving, right? But there are lots of other things we do for our communities and our industry. And so First Trust is for you as a community at large. You know, where we live, we all live in different places. Ben, ben and I live in the state of Oklahoma. Glenn Michelle in the state of Arkansas. We have branches all over, you know, South kind of Midwest. But, you know, everywhere we live, we contribute somehow. And then we contribute nationally. And so First Trust is for our communities. And I, I've just loved that we grabbed that tagline. But when I talk about what I do every day, even the boring things like, you know, Excel formulas, I always try to think about, you know, this is for you and you in, in that scenario is sometimes Glenn and it's sometimes the LO and it's sometimes, you know, the the first trust for kids charity and it's sometimes Michelle or the receptionist, but it's always for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. And you brought up a point, Erica, that uh, I kind of wanted to touch on just a little bit because, you know, we're not, uh, we're not a huge corporation. Okay. We're, we're family. That, that is who we are. That is what we are. And that's how we're going to always be no matter how big we grow. Cause we do have growth goals. Everybody has growth goals and, and, and we're going to, but people have heard me say it over and over, and for all you recruiters that call me out there, you can hear this. Uh, Glenn's gone when it turns corporate. That's just not Glenn. And it turns corporate when every decision we make is not including every person from the receptionist up. 
that's when you're corporate. And we're not going to ever be that as long as Glenn's alive. So one thing I want to say, Erica, you brought up, how does it affect you, Ben, and Michelle, and I, but I'm going to let you guys answer we all work at different places. It's kind of it's kind of a unique leadership team that's not sitting in the upstairs corporate building and being what 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 they are because that's not who we are. But how, how does that work? And how do you feel like you, you guys are able to handle your people as well as you are and able to control me as well as y'all do? Since we're not all together, and you can't get your fingers on me. But so talk a little bit about that. I know people have asked us that outside. And I just like to hear it, whether it's an LO out there looking for a new home or or a customer or a referral partner listening. How do how do we work through those deals? Michelle, you want to go first? Who wants, who wants to go first? Come on, Michelle, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> I don't mind to go first. Well, I think, luckily. Oh, go ahead. No, go, Michelle. Oh, okay. Luckily, I actually work with um, a lot of the people uh, that are under mine, and then I do have some that work from the remote areas all over. But mainly, I mean, we are very open on communication phone call away, a text away, an email. We don't sit on things. We go ahead and get it taken care of so that we can make sure our borrowers are taken care of, that our employees are getting handles in a time frame that they need to get an answer on something. Um, obviously, as far as a group-wise, I mean, if I have a question, I'm Ben and Erica are always a phone call away. I mean, like yesterday, I had to call and read an email to Erica just to make sure I had it worded correctly. Just, to, <laughs> you know, it's just simple things. And like whenever I need to run something by to make sure that I'm understanding it correctly and then keeps me in line and says yes or no. And a lot of times, you know, when I think he's going to push back, he actually supports my ideas. And that's really nice, you know. Yeah, to have someone who's a phone call away and who kind of supports you or will just tell you, well, that's really not going to work or, you know, as far as chasing you, Glenn, that's just impossible. <laughs> no, no, we, just, we just give up on chasing Glenn, but no, seriously. We're going to add um, a Live 360 and push yeah. you on it so yeah. that we can yeah, that's what we where you're at and what you're doing. So. Have no fear. Leanne already has it. Just let her share it with y'all. There you go. <laughs> we just call Leanne. No, I, I mean, Michelle's right. It's a lot of phone calls and, you know, texting and, you know, email is great, but we, we have kind of here lately especially try to be more deliberate about like if it's urgent or like it's going to take more than a couple of emails we're just going to pick up the phone you know if it's going to get real complicated we're going to just try to solve it you know with a couple of phone calls i in fact successfully the other day had five people on an iphone merged call glenn was on it i was so proud of myself they did not think i could do it but i did and you know so so little things like that you know the technology exists we just have to use it and it's simple um and then the other thing too i think kind of gets missed people kind of worry you know you hear and i think this is true they hear that like when there's a void negativity fills the void right so like if glenn doesn't call me for a couple of days or if i call him and he calls me back and we play tag you know and we don't connect it is would be easy and in the early days i will admit because it was my first go at working remote i spent 20 years in an in a bank branch office you know it was my first go at remote i would admit i wouldn't hear and i'd be like oh my god is he mad at me like did i forget to do something am i in trouble and that's kind of my personality too if you knew me you'd know i'm a little over the top on some of that but what i begin to learn is no no and no and so 
number one, you get more deliberate in communication. So there's no void. So there's no room for the negativity to come in. But then you also learn that you don't need to migrate to the, the, the apocalyptic, the sky is falling every time, right? Like you just, you just, you give people the grace. And I've said this before to a lot of our people, you never assume a bad motive. Glenn didn't call me back yesterday because Glenn's busy because Ben was blowing him up over something else that was much more important. I know it's always been. Also, if you didn't know, it's always been causing problems, folks. Anyway, Ben's fault all the time. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I trust Glenn to prioritize his things. And, you know, on a certain day, whatever I have may fall in a different spot. And that's not because... Glenn doesn't think Erica's things are important. It's because the company as a whole has to run and things, and you know, things vary in degree on any given day. So I think that's the other thing. We understand one another and we don't wear our feelings in our sleeves because we have a trust. The big T word we use a lot here. We trust each other and we think the best of each other at all times in all situations. And, and it makes it easy. You know, it's funny yeah. you say, Erica, that you know, this was the first go. It was the same for me, right? All, all my life, I've always been in an office or surrounded by people. And heck, I was the guy that when COVID hit, I sent my whole team home. And I, I went to I went to work every single day in an empty 12,000 square foot space for two years. And um, yeah, people might look at me a little funny, but I still went to work. Uh, and now this is my first rodeo at home. And it, it was nerve wracking at first. I, I'm in the same shoes as Erica. I was like, if there was a day that went by, I'd sit here and kind of squirrel and I was busy, but still it's like, you know, that face-to-face -face interaction was different. But at the end of the day, I think it's, uh, Michelle said it, it's, it's the ability to reach each other. We, we put each other first. And I think the team also sees that. And it's really important to, to Glenn's point. We're not a big corporation. We're not all huddled up um, on whatever floor running this thing. You know, we're, we're, not a tiny company anymore either. We're not 50 people or 60 people. We're across five or six, seven states. And, and that's the other piece that's important to me because I've, you know, I've, I've been in places and, and that have pros and cons. But one of the things that I've seen in the past, especially if you're a sales team or you're a processor, right, you're a remote person, you kind of get a little bit of that stepchild syndrome when you don't office in the headquarter place or sit right next to the whoever, your boss. Um, and I feel like because the four of us get to operate like this, it gives us a better understanding and we're more flexible and we keep in mind, I guess, that we have teams all the way up in, in Brentwood, Tennessee, down to Gulf Shores, Alabama, here in Oklahoma and up to Missouri. So it's cool. It's what we do here. I do feel um, and maybe my team's going to be like, nope, Ben, you're, you're an idiot. But I do feel like it helps us model what we talk about. It's not just a bunch of words we throw out there on a, on an email or on a vision statement. No, I, I think all three of you hit spot on. And I know Michelle, yours is a little different because you do have a big team in your building that you guys have. Uh, but I think, you know, one thing that we also do really well that is the exciting part of our jobs, even not all the stuff we've been talking about is we get out and go see people. We, we don't stay whether it's me in my office every day or it's Michelle in her office or it's Eric and her, we get out and go see people for, for multitudes of reasons, but mainly because we care and we want to see them. We want to know how the kids are. We, you know, and that's something that the three of you have allowed me and I'm, I'm going to start to start doing a better job, but taking a little bit of some of the day to day, you know, it's mortgage. Anybody knows mortgage, there's fires that happen. I'd love to tell everybody listening this, that first trust has no fires. Well, that'd be a deadline. We have fires just like everybody else. And, and you guys have done such a great job that it allows 
you know, me to get out more. I know Ben and I are going to, you know, we got a trip coming up next week or the week after we're going to Illinois and, and Kentucky to visit Lauren and Rachel. I'm so excited about that. It'll be a good time. And then going to go the next day, I think, to Joplin. So we, we get out and see our people a lot because that's what we want to do. And, and we want them to see us. And it gives, gives us opportunity uh, and, and, and helps us grow. So last thing, I, you know, I want to ask you guys, just kind of put, put you all on the spot here is, you know, why FTHL? You know, Michelle, that'll be a little different from you. You came from the bank 20 years ago. You started at the front desk, and you've been the shining star that has done everything I've ever asked, plus about 3 million things. And you've been up. You've been down. I've never been mad at you ever, so you've never seen that side of me. But, uh, yeah, just kidding. By, by the way, I heard Erica say, what does that mean? Glenn's mad at me? I'll say, Erica, have I ever been mad at anybody? Don't answer. This is a live podcast. Uh, but anyway, uh, Michelle, yours is a little different because, A, you're young, and B, you've been here a long time. So you really, me and you have grown up in this together uh, a lot. But why, why First Trust? If you're talking to a, a future team member, family member, or if you're talking to a future referral partner, you know, why First Trust, guys? Go first. Okay, I'll go first since I've been here. <laughs> well, to me, well, first of all, since I've been here for so long, it's kind of um, my first trust, honestly, is, well, this is, um, to me, my family. This is, I grew up here. I mean, I, I grew up here, yes. As far as the, everything I know in mortgage, I learned from here. I learned from Glenn and from being next door to his office, whether it was at the front desk, answering the phones to every position that I moved next to next. I've always been underneath him trying to learn as much as possible. And he's never not allowed me to learn it. He's always pushed me and encouraged me to learn everything that I could, which is, I feel like that's the reason why I'm at where I'm at today is because he has allowed me to do that and pushed me to be that person. Um, I've always been one of those people who try to be accountable because I want someone to know that I'm here to learn whatever I can because to me, first trust to me is it's family. We do what we do, not because it's a job, but because we love it. We love helping people. We love getting people in homes because it's a great experience. It's not just the job. It's getting to see them take pictures of their families in front of their homes, excited because they're starting a new life, life for themselves or a new journey. Um, I started out as a single mom, so it was a big thing for me as far as job-wise. Glenn saw potential in me and pulled me from the bank. And from that day, it's been great. I mean... There's been crazy days, busy days, love and hate days, but most days it's been, a, um, I mean, I'm thankful for my job. I'm, I love the growth that I've seen in First Trust. What it means to me whenever I talk to First Trust and anybody that knows me is First Trust is who I am. It's 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 part of me. It's embedded in me. It, if I talk about my family, this is part of my family. Um my husband always says, you know, hey, well, what's their last name again? Or who's that again? Because there's so many now, you know. <laughs> and so, as we, you know, you grow in a company, and I've seen, because when I started here, there was 12 of us, I think. And now there's 
several of us. I don't know how many we have. <laughs> it's really just neat to just see where we've been versus where we're at now because it has grown and we can do so much more and have so many more options. And getting to meet so many different people, not only just our customers, but the people we work with, it's so great to just get to know them, their lifestyles, their families. You know, it's not people we see every day, but you feel like you are basically been family for 20 years. So that's what First Trust means to me as family, whether it's our borrowers, whether it's our employees. Anybody else? Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you brought Jason up. That's Michelle Cousin for all you listeners. This, this guy is our biggest cowboy cheerleader. That's a way to say it. We, the, the, the four of us got to spend time together with all of our spouses uh, over the past couple, three days. And wow, what a time we had. And there's so many stories that can't be put out on a podcast, but it was a great time. That's all we'll say. Erica, Ben, y'all want to jump in on, on, you know, why your why on first trust? Sure. I, I don't mind to go. Um, my, uh, you know, I'm kind of with Michelle, um, as far as, you know, really if, you know, feeling like family and feeling like home to be at first trust, but why first trust? I used to say that it was probably the longest recruiting, um, period that Glenn ever went through trying to get me to come on board. <laughs> but unfortunately I think my good buddy, Ben may have, um, um, you know, because he always is a competitive guy. He he blew my little record out of the water. I think it took him much longer to be recruited. But anyway, um, that's a that's a separate podcast. We'll have to mark that down. But anyway, um, so but the thing with Glenn when we were when we were just visiting about what first trust looked like, of course, you know, I, I loved how it looked and I loved all things mortgage and I didn't have a bad job. So I, you know, I'm just want to clear that up. I was doing doing great. But the thing about First Trust for me, number one, I did really love everything about what they stood for and the values and um, where they were going. There is this energy about Glenn. And, um, you know, if you listen to this podcast much longer, you'll catch that. And I think you'll understand what we mean. But there was also um, for me as a as a nerdy person, there was this next level of mortgage that I really wanted to get into. Right. There were all of these things that an independent does that a bank doesn't do and these these areas of mortgage that I was kind of stuck not being able to be exposed to. And what I needed was someone to say, hey, you know what, why don't you come over here and I'm going to trust you to just do that. And, you know, what I found in Glenn was that even on at times when I was like, ooh, I've never done that and I don't think I can do that. He was like, are you kidding me? Nobody knows what they're doing. You can do it. Here you go. And for me, it was it was it was just that little bit of, you know, confidence to get out there and try it. I mean, I could go for hours and I probably would if it, they're not giving me the, you know, the the hand to shut up about all of the things that I've learned and the ways that I have pushed myself off into, you know, out of the box that I wouldn't have done. Yeah, he's telling me. Yeah, to be quiet. Thank you. But things I wouldn't have done if. If I hadn't been, if if I hadn't just had that, and you know that's valuable. Um, it's a comp like a place where I'm weak. Glenn is strong, and I think that's again. I could tell that Glenn just knows how to draw people in to kind of make the picture whole, and that was really why first trust for me. And I've never looked back. I've never regretted it for one minute. Um, it's been 
it's been fun. It's been exciting. Certainly it's been hard. Like, hello, we lived through 2020. Like, I don't care where you were at in mortgage. That was a heck of a ride. And we're living through 22, 23. We're going to live through the next 10 or 20 years. Um, but it's, it's wonderful. And that was, that was why first trust for me. Man. I love it. Um, Okay, first off, for all you listeners out there, I did not know that I was trying to compete for longest process. To <laughs> well, that was before y'all both were joined up together. Now we've got this ultra competitive thing going with, with you two, but well, it's all good. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous because I didn't get woo that long. So maybe oh, I oh. Well, Mariel, I will say something, but we're live on the air, so we'll just keep moving on. <laughs> That's awesome. Fair enough. Um, I, uh, you know, for better or worse, my wife, every now and then Kendra will say like, this is reason number X, whatever, 110, why I married you or, and friends of mine will give me some input of what they think of me. But I like to say, I'm just quickest to draw on Googling because I like to research. I was the kid that growing up, I always asked why. So I dove in deep. And so, yeah, it took me a long time, uh, to make up my mind. Um, and Erica had a big role in that opening that door. Uh, but ultimately, you know, the thing that I found that was very important to me, which is what I always relay both to my team or anybody I get to meet, and they're saying, hey, is this the right place for us? So back to Glenn's question, why was First Trust right for me? I think it's because when your business model lines up, because there's a lot of models, right? There's banks, there's credit unions, there's independents, there's big corporations, and everything has pros and cons. There's not a right and a wrong to most things. It's just a different path. This was first trust was the place that lined up best for me. I've worked at a bank. I've worked at a credit union, a big bank, a big national bank, a regional bank. I've worked at a large independent. And so I've got to see a few different things. But as, but as I focused down and I think way early, I told Glenn, I was like, if I make this, this is this is my last rodeo. I am. If this doesn't work for some reason, I am. You have my word. I am no longer in mortgage. I'm going to find stuff. I'm going to go fish. I like I like building stuff. I'll go build some chicken houses. I, whatever. I will go do something other than mortgage. Uh, and, and something that was very important to me, and Glenn, not to brag on you because you genuinely never brag on yourself, uh, is that you are probably one of the most genuine dudes I've ever met. Um, you, you say it like it is. And yeah, most times we don't um, – we don't hold back. And I think that's what makes this team here on this call uh, stick together. We're very genuine. We're honest with each other. But then with our teams, they get to do the same with us. And so as I get to meet people, whether it's a you know a loan officer thinking about coming over here or Michelle's talking to somebody and we're figuring out, okay, is this the right person ops wise to join the team? Are they genuine? Like, are they, are, are they like us? Is, does first trust have that as a value? Are we, to be very frank, are we picky in who we, bring on board, right? Because every one person that you add changes your culture by that much. And so if you don't have that level of pickiness and you're just growing for the sake of growing or just, you know, you've got some corporate target to hit a, a X number or whatever, and that's it, like that's the predominating objective, well, then that's missed. And that's not us. We we are very local. We are community focused. That's That was another big deal for me is um, you know, there's a lot of companies that that's their slogan or part of their slogan is that they're local. When you peel back the layers, you realize it's just a marketing slogan. Um, and there might be some truth to it, but it's not the driving factor. And if you look at decisions before 
I think even, you know, even maybe Michelle got into her management level roles. A lot of what Glenn himself did was, okay, here, I have a team here. What's most important to make that team successful there? It might be very different than the town that's, I don't know, 50 miles, 100 miles over, but he truly treats each branch, each team, um, very specific to what they need in that city, in that area, whether you're a loan officer, ops team, whoever it is. I think if you talk to our teams, whether, again, they're in Tennessee, Alabama, wherever, they feel that. They know that that's important to us. And so that's where I think if you're listening to this and you can get past the fact that we do joke around a, a ton and <laughs> we call it like it is, and I'm pretty much blunt and squirrel off faster than most, probably everybody on this call now that I've realized it. Actually, I had a long discussion with Kendra on the drive home from executive <laughs> retreat of, babe, I think I think it's me. I don't think it's just everybody else. <laughs> Sorry, just sharing a little epiphany there. Squirreling. Um, that's what you were just doing was squirreling. I, I, yes, I just squirreled again. So either way, that's why I believe uh, First Trust is the right place. Yeah, yeah, that's really good stuff from all three of you. And and, and we'll wrap this thing up. I know Camden's going to kill me because Camden puts the podcast on and we're probably a little over our time. As, as anybody knows, Glenn, he don't really know what podcasts are supposed to be 10 minutes or 40 minutes, but we are who we are. And this is, to me, if this podcast is not even good, we've had a great time talking to each other today and, and just getting some stuff out there that we hope somebody's listening to. But one thing I want to really, really brag on you guys, and, and, and I'll throw myself in here a little bit as a whole is the thing that makes us work so good. Erica said the trust word and all that. But the three of you guys check your ego at the door every day. And in the mortgage business, from from where my perspective, because I talk to so many outside companies and so many outside things, just seeing where we stack up, for you guys to work together so good and for your teams to see y'all work together so good because there's no ego. Ben's right one day, wrong the next. Michelle's right one. It's fine. It is what it is. We love each other. We trust each other. And we don't have to be right individually. We have to be right together, which might mean that one of y'all is bringing something new to the table. And the way you guys check your egos as quote unquote executives, you know, Ben knows and Michelle and Eric, no, I'm not a title guy either. We are what we are. I take the garbage out of my trash a lot of days. It is what it is. That's who, that's who we are. But it is so cool for me to, to be fortunate enough uh, you know, to, to have you three that I don't have to worry about one thing ever. I know any person, whether it's Paul Cliff Krause, who've been here, Russell Wolf, who've been here with me 20 plus years. We're on our 20 year. I talk about this every podcast and we're going to emphasize it all year. This is our 20th year, which is a huge feat for any mortgage company. Uh, and, and we're really excited about, but I know I can trust Ben. I can trust Michelle or I can trust Erica, if the longest tenured person or the person's been here two days needs something, and it's because you guys have no egos with each other. Y'all may go to each other for everything, which I love. The way we've grown this company and where I've been so fortunate is to hire people a hell of a lot smarter than me and to get out of their way. And these three on this call, guys, are, are, are three of the key you know, keys to that call. They, 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 they're, they're very humble, but we'll just use nerd as a good word for, for all three of them. They want to know all things that can help us grow, that can help their teams grow, that can help our customers, our referral partners. And I'm so lucky to get to work with the three of them every day. And I really do try hard to stay out of their way. They're probably all laughing going, yeah, whatever, dude. Uh, but I do try to stay the heck out of their way. So, hey, we're going to wrap it up here. Again, this is Mortgage Strong Podcast. Cannon will put this all together, get it out. 
20 years of First Trust being strong and growing. We've got a lot of plans going forward. Our, our last retreat was really good on setting, setting some numeric, you know, numeric uh, goals, numeric plans, which we're not like everybody else. You talk to big boys, we got to buy this guy, or we got to acquire this guy, or we got to go do this. No, we don't have to do anything. We do what we do because we want to do it. And I think that's a big difference for us. We don't have some big board telling us what to do, or we don't have some balance sheet that we've got to hit a certain number. We do what we do because we want to do it. And more importantly, we, we, we want to do it with who we want to do it with. Ben said earlier, we're picky. We're picky on who we bring in. And, and there's a big reason for that. Our world and our culture means everything. And it does change just a little bit every time you bring somebody in, but we don't ever want it to change a lot over some number. That's just where we are. So we, we're, we're very picky. So any of you guys that are looking for a loan, we're scattered across seven, eight states now and working on a few more. Actually, Ben's kind of been in the middle of adding a few states. Or anybody that might be looking for a career home, and, and we call it a career. We're not a job. We work together every day. Uh, you won't hardly ever hear anybody say they work for anybody because we work together. It's a, it's a big deal for me that there is nobody over anybody as far as I am CFO, hear me roar. I'll say that because Erica's the nicest one on the call, by the way. Sorry, Michelle and Ben. But, <laughs> uh, but, but that's, just, that, that's our mantra. But reach out to us. There, there's all kinds of ways to get a hold of us. Appreciate all of you listening. I appreciate the three on the call because I told them guys that podcast us. I told them about an hour ago I needed them to jump on here because I kind of let the month get behind me. So, as always, they come through for me. Uh, appreciate you guys, and I'm sure I'll talk to you guys in the next hour or so. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya.